I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. We're about to rock your world, baby. Fast? Fuck you! Oh, you're going the right way for a smack bottom, and I don't care who knows it! <laughs> Austin! This is my twin sister. Her name, Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck me! See? Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> I'm the G-Man. And this is show number 44, 44, 44, 156 to go on the way to 200. Time flies when you're having fun. Or flies fly when you're having fun. Yeah. Or fun flies when you're having fun, whatever. Well, this is going to be a good show today, 44. Uh, we'd like to thank some people here uh, as well. We want to start with Craig and Peter, Peter. for the office. Where was the office now? 77 Water Street, 35th floor. Thank you guys for letting us use your office. To do this wonderful show. What a view we have here. We have a view of the uh, New York Harbor. Uh, right. Very beautiful setting. So guys, we want to thank you very much for uh, all you do for us. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Jen, Jen Martin in California, and Bud, my good buddies in California. So Jen, have Hi, Jen a happy holidays. Merry Christmas in your case. And some of my uh, Jewish friends, uh, happy Hanukkah. Jeff, um, my electronics guy and uh, all yeah, our Jewish listeners. All our Jewish listeners. Hope you had a nice Hanukkah. Very, very, very appreciated. Uh, the police officers, in particular, the 90th precinct in Brooklyn. I want to shout out to the police officers in Brooklyn. We're having a challenge right now uh, with the vaccine, vaccine, vaccine thing, and they they don't want to take the vaccine. So uh, this is gonna be interesting for going in the city. Uh, Alan, where can you find us? Well, I want to thank, before we go on to that segment, a little thing. I want to thank, uh, yesterday was was the Pearl Harbor Day, um, and we lost a lot of men in that Pearl Harbor. We want to thank the veterans who were there and still survived, and the ones that lost their lives, so we could have the freedom that we have now. So I just want to mention that, because that was yesterday. This, today is December 8th, that was December 7th. 1941. Right, that was an infamous day in the history of... That day will live in infamy. So yeah. said FDR. Yeah, that was uh, a very, very uh, distressing. Have you ever situation. gone up to where he lived, FDR? No, I have not. No. Uh, upstate New York is a really cool place. I, you know what? I'm a, I like history, and I went up there, and I had no idea what what it was all about, and uh, I was really amazed by where he lived and how he, uh, not that he was ashamed of his uh, affliction, but he thought that might stop him from being president, and how he tried to hide it. Uh, and and how he got so close to Churchill during the war. They were like brothers almost. And and it was really, really, if anybody ever gets a chance 
go up to upstate New York. It's about a two-hour drive from Jersey, where I am. I don't know how long, you know, from the city, but I would say pretty much the close the same. And it's about an hour past uh, West Point, and it's a beautiful grounds of where he grew up and where he lived and where he went in the summertime. And uh, they they tour they have a tour of his house where he grew up. Uh, they have a tour of um, uh, where he went to school. Uh, there's a hospital on the property, um, and it's all about World War II and how uh, there's different segments of and, and videos of him and Churchill and how they got together and things about the war. It was really interesting, though. Well, I can really. tell you, my mom uh, grew up uh, in the Caribbean, and she uh, British subject, and uh, she always talked about Churchill and uh, yeah. how instrumental he was in beating the, the Germans right. and the right. Nazis, and right. how FDR finally got involved in it. But Churchill, you know, for a while was telling the United States, you know, you got to get into this right. war. You got to right. get into this war. And finally, my mother said to me, she said, "Thank God." That Churchill was as adamant as he was and passionate about freedom, or else we here in America wouldn't have the rights that Correct. we do. So, uh, uh, Mom, if you listen, I love you. Rob, if you listen, I love you. My mother, my brother, and uh, and let everybody know who are not here, you know. And for those that are the, are here, happy holidays. And Al and I are coming to you here in the month of December in 2021. And want to spread some joy for everybody listening and watching right. uh, this program today. Alan, where can you find us? I think we're on Amazon Music. I think we're on Spotify. I think we're on Stitcher. I think we're on Red Circle. I think we're on Rumble. Uh, I think we're on BitChute. I think we're on iHeartRadio. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's a few other ones, stuff. Yeah, we're on Deezer. Yeah. And uh, our own personal favorite site, which is Son, Son of a, a Bitcher. And there's some others that I missed here. So if you like what you hear, keep it locked here. Because right now, let me tell you about what we have uh, in store for you today in this program in uh, episode number 44. Our favorite segment coming up is Idioms for Idiots. Yay! And in this seg segment, Alan is going to share with you idioms. And I'm going to analyze them. He's going to analyze them. going to go back and forth. Keep it locked here. You're going to find it very, very funny and very interesting. And then we're going into everyday annoyances. And in this segment, we'll be talking about like some of the things that happened either today, this past week, or most recently, current events or what's been going on. And then Alan will come back with sports stupidisms. And what he'll do is he'll analyze the events of the week that he experienced. And uh, you'll find sports it. Sports shows and uh, yeah. some of the football games that. People say stupid things and just doesn't make sense. And we're going to do another segment, which is 15 Minutes of Shame, which is turning on to be its own show, its own life. So we'll probably have that as a standalone. And that'll probably be about 30 minutes by At itself. least. And, and that you'll be able to watch on our podcast as well. And if I get around to it, then I'll try to put up either all of it or part of it. On the videos. On the video side of it, which would be a bit shoot or a rumble. To find us on video, just go to Stephanie G. Man, The BS Show, and you should be able to find us with all the episodes there. Same thing with all the other podcasts to find us. Uh, right now, uh, we want to talk about next week's show, which would be number 45. And in the final, final segment, we'll come back in, and Al and I will just go over uh, the closing of the show and uh, 
Do we have do we have stuff to sell somewhere? Yeah, we've got stuff to sell. Where? We've got Zazzle. It's Where? on uh, the Internet Guy and also on Sindoni Says. And, and what do we uh, have up there? We've got hats. We've got T-shirts. We've got sweatshirts like I'm wearing here. Uh, we've got watches. We have uh, calendars. Sneakers. 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 I mean, there's quite a bit of stuff. House the keychains. We even got the pens there for the president and the vice president. Well, we're going to ship them free. Shipped. <laughs> ship them free to Afghanistan <laughs> with our equipment that's still there. So, interesting. Someone sent me a video of uh, showing a, a, a mask sterile. And they show India, these guys making the mask, put all the masks on the floor while the guy's on the sewing machine making the mask. So if you think those masks are sterile when you get them, those blue masks that everybody has, they're not. So uh, they come with free rice and curry. Yeah. So this is uh, going to be a good show. So if you like what you're hearing, keep it locked here. Al and I will be right back with our favorite segment. Back as promised with our favorite segment, Idioms for Idiots. Yay! So, in this segment, Alan's going to tell us what an idiom means and what you guys should be looking for. And we all say these things, silly things that people say. So, you know, Alan, what is an idiom? Idiom is a something that you say every day that you really don't know where it came from or who said it or what it really means. You know, like for example, uh, step on a crack, break your mother's back. How does that equate? Stepping on a crack is going to break your mother's back. And whoever said it, who are they anyway? Who are those who people? Are those people? They. Yeah, yeah. Who are they? So that's, we pick on them, we analyze them, and we give our, our own opinion of what they might mean or could say or should say or who said it. We don't know. We just pick on them. That's why it's called Idioms for Idiots. Well, number one, yeah. shut your face. How are you going to shut your face? You got, a, you got your mouth in the middle of your face. How are you going to shut your face? Is it like a door in my face? Or Shut your door. door. Shut your Open face. Open and close on, on your mouth? Right. On your face? What would make you want to tell me to shut your my face. face? You're talking too much? You're saying something that you shouldn't be saying? It's kind of rude, isn't it? No, Shut your so. face. Are you speaking French? <laughs> Pardon my French. Pardon my French. Parlez-vous yeah. français. Shut your no face. No one understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Frequency Deutsch. Don't remember. Shut your face. Shut your face. I've had enough of you. Shut your face. It's like, come on now. And you go like this. I don't know how to shut my face. I'll shut it for you. Right, I'll shut it for you. You're in New York now, buddy. You're not in Kansas anymore. We will we will shut your face here real quick. Yes. Number two. Because if you don't shut your face, number two, it'll be slow going. Slow going, as opposed to fast going? Fast going. 
And why am I going anywhere why anyway? Why are you going so slow anyway? I didn't know I was going anywhere. Well, why are you going slow? I don't know. Was, it, was there a slow boat to China that I had to get on? No, but you want to take a, a, long, a long walk on a short pier? Yeah. You're going to hijack me? Shanghai me? <laughs> why am I going slow for anyway? You can't go slower than New York City. Oh, this is crazy. Somebody run you over. Yeah, there's two species, slow and slower in this yeah. state, especially if you run for political office. The wall of confusion. Or dumb and dumber. Uh, well, we got a couple of them. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. So soon. So soon as opposed to no soon. No soon. Or go soon. So soon. So Touch uh, your face. What is your name, ma'am? Slow going. My name is So Soon. So soon. Uh, would you like in that? Chinatown? Column A, column B. That's only in Chinatown. Yeah, it comes with the so fly, fly lice. Fly lice. So soon. Fly lice. One hung low. Fungu knots. So so soon. Could it be because someone has pre-ejaculation? So soon. I, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> well, you ain't getting that. It'll be, it'll be a long time. It won't be so soon before you get it again. A long time. <laughs> Number 12 on the menu. <laughs> Number 4. Sorry you asked. Why would I be sorry if I asked you? Why should I be sorry? Yeah, right. I can't ask you a question? Right. Why are you so sorry for it? Is my question so offensive that I have to be sorry, sorry that I asked right. it? Why would I ask it then if I'm going to say you're going to say sorry? Sorry is a sorry word. But not because I ask you something. It's just sorry. But if you infer that I have to ask you something... And me be, feel sorry for it. What am I, I asking you for? Yeah, what do I got to go get a rabbi or a priest to forgive me? Please. Atone for your sins. You <laughs> I'm gotta confess, sorry. You got to say confession. Exactly. Yeah. Two, ten Hail Marys and, and eight punches in the head. That'll yeah. shut your face. That'll shut your face. <laughs> so soon. <laughs> slow going. <laughs> yeah, you had a headache. It's real slow. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this day. My head hurts. And then the guy who beat you up says, number five, take, take care. care. Yeah. So you just beat the crap out of me. Now you want me to take, take care. care. Yeah. See you. Have a good day. Take care. Yeah. Bye. What am I taking care of? Who are you taking care of? Is this like a... Uh, what are you taking care of? Nursery? You got to take care of your kids? I mean, do I have to take care yeah, of your house? Older, older watch person. your plants. If you go on vacation, do I take watch care. your plants? Take care. Make sure my house don't blow away. So take here care. it is. They're, they're leaving, right? Home alone now. Take care. Take care. Where are you going? Ta-ta. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Slow going. Shut your face. So soon. <laughs> Sorry I asked. Oh, boy. And number six. This is what New Yorkers feel like now, looking at the messes out. Take it on the, the chin. Take it on the chin. Yeah. Well, you got to take it somewhere. Yeah. We're going to take it on the chin. It's like boxing. Take it on the chin. We're going to take it on the chin. Muhammad Ali... Put a lot on people's chins, right? Rope a dope. Yeah. Mike Tyson too. Float like a butterfly, sting, sting like, like a bee, and take it on the ching. You know me. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> like ricochet rabbit. Ding ding right? ding. Ricochet yeah. rabbit. Bing bing bing. And number seven. Yeah, number seven. This is what the bookies say. We'll take your bet. We'll take it at face value. Take it at face value. Yeah. As opposed to. Ass value. Mm -hmm. Stomach value. Right, right. Leg value. My foot value. Foot value. Why do I got to take it? Arm value. It's like castor oil. Why do I have to take it at face value? Yeah. Because it ain't worth shit. Well, that's shit value. Shit value, yeah. <laughs> Number <face> eight. Value. <laughs> this is funny, right? So soon? Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. Tell me more. Tell me more about what? Anything you want to know. What if I don't want to tell you anymore? 
and I'll tell you less. Better slow going. That's right. Until later. So soon. Yeah. So, it's just for tell me more. Why would I tell you more for? I don't have enough information. I don't want to tell you anymore. Well, then we're done, right? It's a secret. And serve the veal. It's a secret. Well, you know what they say about secret. Take it on face value. Yeah, take it on yeah. Take it with you to Davy Jones's locker room, maybe. Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin, yeah. Okay, number nine. Until later. What if I don't want to wait till later? What if I want it now? Until now. So why? Why I want it now? I don't want. To, I don't want to wait till later. Well, then you're gonna have to wait. That's why don't you tell me more? I could tell you more. It's on layaway. Take yeah. it on the chin. Yeah, exactly. So soon. All right, take it at face value. Why would I want to take it at face value for? Well, sorry you asked. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Getting wacky here. Number 10. Yeah. Use your head. Well, what else am I going to use? My fucking ass? Well, you got two heads. So it depends on which head. Which one are you going to use? use? It doesn't say. Which one's bigger? I don't know. We don't know. Some cases. What if I don't want to use my head? What if I don't want to use my feet? What if I use my tongue? I, I, my feet. Yeah. Or my arms. Yeah. Yeah, what if I want to crawl around on my knees? I mean, come on. Use your head. What are you playing? Soccer? What are you, a battering ram? Yeah. You're punch me out. Use your head. Use your head. Yeah. You can't Take get, it out of the chin. It's like people want different results. They got to do something different. You know, stop banging your head against, against the, the wall. wall. Stop using your, your head. head. You know? Or they'll say, oh, you're so smart. You use your head. I did. I got three knots on my head. I'll take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. Yeah. Tell me more. I can't. My head hurts. <laughs> take it at face value. <laughs> I can't. I hit my head against the wall. That's, uh, I'm dizzy. Yeah. Dizzy Gillespie. Take it on the chin. Yeah. Number eleven. Very good. As opposed to very bad. Yeah. Did a very bad job there. Yeah. Why would you want a very bad job anyway? I want a good job. Yeah. And what's good about it? Yeah, well, I don't know. It's just very well, good. What makes it vary? Because it's not variable. It's very, very, very good. You know, it's 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 good. What it is, you have to wait to How find out. How good is very good? Well, you have to wait until later to find out. This is a Hanukkah gift. Tell me you know, more. Very good. Yeah, you got to wait. Got to wait. Number 12. Watch it. What if I don't want to watch it? Well, then... Go to sleep. Turn the channel. Yeah, close it. Yeah, turn it off. Can't watch it. So if you want to watch it, then watch it. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. But if you do want to watch it, you can go to BitChute, you can go to Rumble, and watch and the PS Radio. show on iHeartRadio. Right. Radio. Right. So that's what I said about watching it. You know, so that's where you can watch it. Number thirteen. Watch out. Watch out for what? Avalanche. Watch out for who? Snow. Watch the abominable for, snowman. Watch out for... Watch out for bums. Watch out for muggers. Well, watch well, out. We have to watch out for... We know that bums, that's for sure. <laughs> we saw that today in the city. Yeah, watch out. You know? Bum at 2 o'clock. Bum... What bum, if I want to watch in? Yeah, well then... Then you may then have you can't to... watch out. If you watch out, it's like you're in a peak hole. I want to watch in. Yeah, like it's a secret door. Yeah, watch out who you let in. You never know in this city. It might be, That's true. The last day could be your life, you know? Yeah. Number 14. <laughs> I've heard this before. Watch your mouth. How do you watch your mouth? It's hard to do. Watch your mouth. Well, the only way I could watch my mouth is that guy when we were on the, the bagel line. He was a security guard. Yeah. I could have paid him to watch my mouth. 
Yeah. And he would have accepted that offer. Probably. Part-time job? What are you doing tonight? I'm watching your mouth. I'm watching your mouth. All right. All Watch right. your mouth. Does that mean you shouldn't be saying what you're saying? Then, then he would ask me, well, how much is that? Is that French? Then he said, how much are you going to pay me? I tell him. He goes, number 15. Way to go. Way to go where? Yeah. To watch my mouth. Which way to go? Any way you want to go. Which way to go? Any way but loose. Any, any way but loose to where? Yeah. Go, go, Gomez. Way to go, 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 go Gomez. Go. Way to go. Usually, that means like, you're doing a great job. Way to go, Alan. What if I don't know where I'm going? Well, then you ain't going nowhere. Then you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Nowhere to go. No, you don't know where to go. If you don't know where you've been, how do you know where you're going? That's a very good question. Yeah, so... That's why it's uh, an idiom. You got to know that these are idioms for idiots, and we don't make these up. We create them every week, but we don't really honestly know where they're going to end up. Only Alan and I, we come out I don't out even know where they're going to end up. And that's the beauty of doing this segment live, because we really don't know. So... Funny is, is funny does. And so if you don't know where you're going, keep going. <laughs> and keep listening to us. Exactly. Because you'll definitely not know where you're going. Exactly. But if you like Idioms for Idiots, keep it locked here. This was Idioms for Idiots number, number 44. 44. And this will be up on our video. And you'll be able to see it. And it'll be part of the, uh, the podcast of the entire show. So keep it locked here. Al and I are coming back with Everyday, Everyday Annoyances. annoyances. promised in our next segment which is everyday, everyday annoyances. annoyances and in this segment Alan will explain what everyday annoyances and why we do them every week everyday annoyance is something that you see or you hear that you that most people don't pay attention to but unfortunately we do so we look at things a little differently than most normal people because we're Abby normal <laughs> and I stole that line from from who from Young Frankenstein. Young Fra okay. Yeah. Everybody's borrowing things. It's okay. Let me borrow. Just make sure you bring it back when you're done with it. Well, that'd be normal. You can't bring it back anymore because <laughs> you broke the bottle in Young Frankenstein. But anyway, so anyway, so it's things that you don't pay attention to every day, things that happen every day, and just kind of, you know, I, we find it kind of funny. So this uh, was, and first I'll do some, and then Steph will have a few also. Um, so this is something that I just thought was very funny the other day. I stopped in, I stopped for gas in Jersey. And it was 327 for regular. And the guy <laughs> says to the, I haven't seen this in a long time. He says to the guy, give me $5 worth of gas. Just like a gallon and a half. And I haven't seen that in a long, long time, since the 70s maybe. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah $5. I mean, it's just amazing what the prices have become. You know, the guy, the guy he says, I want $5. And the guy just looked at him, the Indian guy looked at him like, what? He said, yeah, $5. Was it five dollars regular? Well, what was he driving? Did you see what he was Nissan Altima. I wrote it down actually. And how many miles did he get to the gallon? Probably about thirty miles to the gallon. So, so that, for that one 
Got five about dollars. 45, 45 miles. 45 miles. Yeah, he was going to Philly. He wasn't making it because he was heading towards Philly. He wasn't making the 45. Well, it was pretty close. He might make it very close. I don't know. If he's going to the city, he had to turn around. He'd probably have 10 extra miles to go, depending on traffic. I don't think he's getting more than 40 miles a gallon. They made sure of that. Huh. So this is something that <laughs> I had a laugh at. I went to a Dollar General to get the cards that I use for cue cards. And I get to the counter and I go to pay for the three by five cards. And I think I got a pack of like uh, three, three, a hundred each pack. I got three packs. Um, and the girl says to me, I'm sorry, I have to put it in a garbage bag. We don't have any other bags. I said, don't give me a bag. I'm not going to put three, three things of three by five cards in a big garbage bag. What? You're in a dollar store. How do you, how do you not have bags? Yeah, that 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 just is, is crazy. You have to have a bag, and then they have to pay for the bag now as well. Yeah, some in some places, yeah. Now this is uh, something I caught the other day online. I got an email from some site that I never even signed up for, and so I go to unsubscribe, and it says, "It says sorry to see we're breaking up." I never signed up for this thing. What the hell are you talking about? Sorry to hear we're breaking up. I never signed up for it. I don't know. It kind of, kind of struck me that funny. That is kind of funny. You didn't sign up for it, but you're breaking up with yeah, right. It's like having a relationship yeah. with, a, with a stranger you just passed right. in New York for one you know, right. one minute. Oh, well, that was a great relationship. Yeah. So I find this very funny. You know, if you guys live in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and I think in Florida also, around this time, Hess Oil, even though they don't have gas stations anymore, they sell the Hess truck. The only problem is this year the Hess truck is an airplane, and out of the airplane comes another airplane. Yeah, I saw that. So, how's it a truck? It's not a Hess truck. It's the air, Hess airplane. But they advertise that it's a Hess truck. I saw that. Yeah, there was no truck whatsoever. Right. Just it's an airplane, airplane and, and then you, I mean, you open it up, underneath it, uh, it, another airplane comes out. So how's it a Hess truck? <laughs> a Hess airplane, maybe, not a Hess truck. That just went right over my head. Right under the bridge. Yeah, 747. Yeah. What is, like apples and oranges. No, it used to be a truck. It was, but I don't know, now it's a Hess airplane. So anyway, I quote this the other day, and in case anybody's listened to the commercials lately, Verizon, AT&T, and a few other mobile phone companies, they're giving away the iPhone 13. Why? Is it too expensive or just can't? Can't give, they're all giving away. Sign up with us. Change your carrier. We'll give you the iPhone 13. Why? Is it that good or that terrible? What's the problem? You can't sell it? Some of them like... Uh, and it's like $1,200 this day. They'll give you up to $800 back if you switch they'll buy out of your con. They'll buy out of your con. And they'll give you an iPhone 13. Yeah. What is with this thing with the iPhone 13? It's a surveillance monitor. Uh, something that they're giving, they want to give it away. Uh, you know what? This, and I was an old saying. Nothing is free. Everything has a cost to it. There's a catch to it, and I'm sure there's a catch to that, you know. So, start selling weed, start selling drugs. Use your iPhone to, you know, talk to your your uh, your clients, and somebody will roll up to your house and say, "Guess what? We're here for." Where's it giving away the i13? Yeah, we we know you got the it. iPhone 13. Now we take you to jail. We're gonna take it away from you. So this is I thought this is very funny. Last week I was coming in to do the show, and lady gets on the train. Now I go. In Jersey, there's about four or five stops before I get to New York City. And lady gets on, 
in Sea Caucus. If anybody's from Jersey, you know the Sea Caucus stop. And she's wearing a regular mask on her face. And then she has a diving mask over her glasses. Like, what the f What the hell? A diving mask over her I swear to God, I can't make this up. A diving mask over her glasses. A see-through diving glass, like you were diving underwater. Well, she was a snorkel. She could have went snorkeling. She could have hung out with Flipper at the aquarium. It might have been, might have been Flipper's mother. I don't know. <laughs> but really, what the hell is this? Why would you have a, a regular, like a, a clear mask over your glasses for? I think people have just lost their minds because of the mask that we're wearing right now. So this was something funny on the way home last week. That was going in. This is on the way out. The conductor goes to take a ticket from the guy. And we're in, we're already at like Newark, I think. And uh, there's a couple of this. There's, there's we, we leave Penn Station. We go to Sea Caucus. Then we go to Newark. I think Newark Airport. I think we're at Newark Airport. And uh, the conductor says to this guy sitting in one of the seats, says, where'd you get on? I, I don't have your ticket. And the guy says, I don't know where I got on. <laughs> but I know where I'm going. And he goes, where? Trenton. He says, but I, I can't charge you because I don't know where you got on. I don't know how much to charge you. So he just says, you know, don't worry about it. Just get off of Trenton. Don't worry about it. But how do you not know where you got on? Uh, I think he knew where he got on. I think so, too. I think he was trying to pull the wool over the conductor's yeah, eyes. Yeah, he pulled more than wool. trying to get away with not paying the fee. Well, you know, the conductor could have thrown him off, but I guess he felt sorry for him. So this was uh, something I saw on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of pretty funny, uh, a post. <laughs> the, the weakest part... <laughs> The weakest part of the car is the nut holding the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the nut holding the steering wheel. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought that, that's pretty smart, especially during these times and during the holiday season. People drive like nuts. Yeah, and they you know? all have road rage. Yeah, everybody has road rage. Now. They can't wait two seconds. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's in a hurry. Yeah, that's funny. So do you have any stuff? Those are my uh, yeah. everyday annoyances. Well, I'm going to start with uh, something. It'll be in 15 minutes of shame, but I'll probably talk about it. But basically... Friday night I went out to sing karaoke and I, I call it my karaoke crew. Holidays were all out. I don't say where I was, but while we're filming, somebody comes in and uh, they may believe that they lost the ring. And they have everyone in the bar searching the bar for this ring. So my friend said to me, they never came back here where we were. I said, no, Wes, how could they lose the ring back here? So what it appeared is they were trying to stop, you know, the karaoke performance that night. And the, the DJ there was a friend of mine. He was, like, looking at them like, you know, lost the ring. Like, he was even looking at them like, uh, I think you're full of crap. So, finally, the woman or full of ring crap. is trying to look what my camera equipment is. They want to steal my camera. The guy's getting on the floor, going to the pool table to try to get near with my my camera is, so I decided to move the camera to the other side of the room to film on the other side of the room because I realized that these guys weren't going to sing. There's a rotation on the board, and they never put their names up. Here it is almost midnight, and I'm saying, well, if you guys haven't sung by now, chances are you didn't come here to sing. You came here to disrupt. So I let them do what they had to do. We filmed, matter of fact, we're filming Ain't No Stopping Us Now, our theme song. But in the middle of it, the girl made the mistake of dancing in front of the camera. She's trying to block me out behind the camera. So now she's up on uh, Rumble and Bitch You, uh, 15 minutes of shame. Guess there ain't no stopping her now. Yeah, well, no, this is, so her boss is probably saying, you know you got busted, you know? And you know, you, you dance pretty good, girl. <laughs> so that's one of the things that happened. And uh, seeing is believing, I'll just say. Uh, I had to describe that. And that's on Bitch You to Rumble. And just do a title search for Hackers, 
Christmas bloopers, and you'll be able to see it. And the other one is Hackers, Christmas bloopers, Dancing Fools. I figured, you know, give the, I didn't know the fool's name, but interesting. I'll go back to this place this weekend probably, and we'll see if they, they come back, and maybe they'll look sing this week. But if they sing this week. Maybe look for a bracelet, a lost bracelet this yeah, week. Well, if they sing this week, I'll have them both sing and get their performance up on another, you know, BS show bloopers. That's one of the things. Coming here today, I'm coming here. Yeah, okay. This would be a good morning. As I'm coming here to meet Alan this morning, like I always do, I get into Penn Station. You got people in the bathrooms, you know, just taking baths. I go to the urinal, I got to pee, and I'm a number one. And if you picture, it's like maybe 12 different stores there. And I'm going to do it with number one. And some guy comes in, and as though I was a New York Islander, uh, you know. Checks you against the boards. He checked me against the freaking urinal. Excuse me. Like, you don't see I'm in number one taking a pee? You know, and I'm looking back like... Should have peed on him. Yeah, I almost did. Should have. You know, I should have. Would have started him right. Yeah, so... Yeah. We got him off the ice. <laughs> yeah, then after that, you and I go and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we walk down the corridor, you know, the Tunnel of Terror, I'll call it. Yeah. And why would I call it the Tunnel of Terror? Because there's always something going on down there. So what did we first see? We saw a bum laying there. What do we smell? Piss. Piss, right? So now we get to the turnstiles. We got to go on to get the train there. And as we go to get on the train there, normally there'll be a policeman there now because of people that were harassing people. But there was no policeman. So, okay, I wonder where they are. So we go up on the platform to get the train. And we go up there. We look on the other side. And there's this homeless guy almost at the, the edge track. of the platform almost where he could fall off. Yeah, almost fall off the tracks. Almost fall off the tracks. So I said, Alan, I got to tell the policeman. There's two guys down the other end of the, yes. the, yeah, so they're on the watching other, their phones. They're watching their phones. And I told them, it took them like four or five minutes to meander More than over. That. More than that. To get over to the other side. Maybe seven minutes. So the guy's sitting down, and I'm like looking at him. He's so rolling he, a joint. He's rolling the joint. And yeah. I'm saying, man, he's comfortable. He's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, in, he's in the lotus positions, uh, yeah. smoking, lighting his joint. And the cops hadn't got there yet. So now the train comes. The guy gets up. He's finished rolling his joint, gets on the train, and the door's closed. And as the train pulls away, the two policemen finally made it. And to they that don't side, see him. And they didn't see him. Made him look, make me look like a fool. You know, I was like, well, you know what? I tried to help. But this is the shape that the city is in with uh, these homeless Thanks to people. Mr. de Blasio. So, or as we call him, the jerk. These are some of the things that every week Al and I uh, go Come through. Come across. And we're only what, 20 minutes into the city. Mine about 40 minutes, but okay. Yeah. I was saying, what, um, once yeah, we, once we're here. Once, yeah. once we're here. Yeah. Within the first 20 minutes, every week there is something to annoy the crap out of us. So we, we, so we, of course. Of course, we put it on this show. And that's part of the everyday annoyances uh, that I've had this week. And I love this city. And I'm just, I'm sad. We're hoping that the new mayor does a much better job. So for you police officers, you're out there. If you're going to look at your phone, go to BS Show with Stephanie G-Man, find out what's cooking on our show, you have a job, do your job. You may see some stuff on the street that you didn't know about. Right, so you keep it locked here because we're here to, we're here to inform you. Because and entertain you both. And entertain you at the same time. So for all you policemen out there, you know, you've got a hard job to do and uh, Alan and I are rooting for you that you can help clean up the city because we need all the help from you that we can get. Be vigilant, be strong, 
and have courage to stand up to the powers that be because enough is enough. There's a city of over 8 million, I believe, and we want our city back the way it used to be. And that's my everyday annoyances. We will be back with Sports Stupidisms. So keep it locked here. Al and I will be right back.
We're back with Sports, Sports Stupidisms. Stupidisms, and here in this segment, Alan is going to describe and analyze some of the things he's heard by announcers, people who have sports programs, and things that he's experienced probably in the last uh, seven days or so. Correct. Last weekend, some Correct. of this stuff? last week, yeah. Last week. So, Alan, let's begin with uh, some of the yeah, observations. This is one of my, you know, this is one of my favorite guys. So, uh, Michael on the Michael K show. Michael K, Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg, they're talking about which NBA teams are going to make the playoffs after 15 games. It's an 82 game season. How do you know who's going to make the playoffs now? Really? The only way you know is if the fix was in. 15 games in, and you're going to talk about. Who's going to make the playoffs, really? And who's not going to make the playoffs? I find that hard to believe. Are you uh, have ESP? Are you psychic or what? Well, when they make their predictions every week... Well, they're always half over anyway. Exactly. So, I mean, to, to be a prognosticator and talk about outcomes, let the people see the game for themselves and enjoy it. Don't tell them what the outcome is going to be before they... Well, how do you know who's going to make the NBA playoffs when there's 65 games more to go? So whatever, 67 more games to go. And another thing, too, is it's about who's, who's healthy at the end of the season. Right. And, and you know, half the team's going anyway, okay? But you could be in last place now after 15 games, but you could be in first place after 30 games or 40 games or 50 games or 60 games. Well, it's not where you start out that counts. It's where you ultimately no. end up that matters. Maybe the team started off slow. They can't, can't mesh, and all of a sudden you somebody gets hurt. You put another player in or... You put a different play in or something happens, and, and the team starts, you know, playing the way it should. One of the things I look at, you know, look at sports teams, their one and loss record and how they do at home, uh, with home cooking, and how they play away from home. And the teams usually that, that stay up in the first or second place or in the top five win away games. You, know, you have to you have win to, away. Yeah, of course. Well, you know what that's like? You know, I was just thinking to myself, you know, I go to Monmouth Racetrack in New Jersey, and everybody gets excited about the – Beginning of the race, and they go, what are you getting excited about the beginning of the race for? It's the end of the race that counts. The beginning of the race don't mean crap. I want to sit by the finish line. I want to see the end of the line. I don't care. I don't even have to look at the board. I don't <laughs> know who's in first, second. I don't care less. When they, when they get past the finish line, that's what I want to know who came in first, second, and third. I can care less who around the whole track, who's with it. It's very rare. It does happen when a horse goes wire to wire, but that's, that doesn't happen too often. Let me ask you a question. Years ago... There's a conspiracy theorist. I created a video and uh, about photo finishes. Right. And why is it you got to wait for a photo finish when if you're right there at the finish line, you can actually see it? You know, pretty much you know who came in first or no, second. It's tough sometimes, though, the angle. Well, here's my point to you. What happens if you see it one way and then after the results are shown, it's a totally different way than actually you saw it. Photo finish the way they, the way the photo. Right. They look at the photo is the way it is. But if I can tell you this, I can take it where I can have any horse win by a nose. nose. Right. All I got to do is do. I call it keyframes, so I can move things back, move them forward. So, if somebody's given two minutes of time, it's easy to doctor up the finished result that you're going to see, and. What all I see in those uh, racetracks, like Aqueduct, for example, throw that name out there. On the floor, all you see is losing tickets. As soon as the race is over, 
They don't even put them in the garbage. They're all We're on the floor. They're supposed to wait until it's official. Yeah. Well, they wait until it's official, but it's on the, the floor. And there's garbage cans all over the place. But they they won't even, <clears> like, <throat> it can be two feet away, and they, they won't yeah. do that. So one thing I learned about people that gamble, you know, they don't win. But they're That's addicted. That's why it's called gambling. Yeah. The gamble. Yeah. And 1-800, you know. 1-800-GAMBLER. Because <clears> they do <throat> have a problem. Some of the people I see there... They'll spend their last dollar to come to the track to bet on a horse that's still running. <laughs> they can't. They can't run anymore, but the horse is still running. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I see that in OTB by my house. Not OTB. It's, it's a, it, but it's a betting parlor for horses. And you see people that are on oxygen. You see people with right. prosthesis. You got people that can barely get through the door, <laughs> blowing their pensions. But they can. But they can go bet every day. Bet. And these guys are serious. They got the programs oh, yeah, and betting, everything. They're betting nine thousand horse different combinations and all kind of stuff, man. Yeah. I, so, I, I've I very rarely see somebody happy after the outcome of a race. Once in a while, you see, not too many. But then you got to be very careful. Let's say you want to get a couple thousand dollars. You got to be careful because somebody right. sees it. You know, right. they're going to follow you to your car and all. So that's so, another thing. One of the other things that <laughs> this was one of the dumbest shows I ever heard in my life. The Moose and Maggie show on WFA intended to. They're talking about Pete Alonso got married to the Mets uh, first baseman. Got married. He went to Italy on his honeymoon. Nice place. Right. And they're talking about what he should give the Pope on his honeymoon. What they should give the Pope. What, what he should give the Pope while he's on his honeymoon. Why would he have to give the Pope? I anything? have no idea. Why would you? Why would you even discuss something like that? What does it got to do with, his, with the guy getting married? First of all, what does that Pope have to do with anything when it comes to sports? Nothing. Why do you care about where Pete Alonso went on his honeymoon, number one? Right. Okay, even though he might have posted it somewhere. And why does he have to give the Pope anything? Pay tribute? Does he need a little more, some more gold in the Vatican? Because he's in Rome? Is he more, in... more gold, gold in the Vatican? They got enough gold. They got enough okay, gold. so this was on, uh, <laughs> this was on FAN. If anybody listens to FAN, Boomer and the Geo show, they got a commercial all over the place now, even on TV now, for this Jack Pocket app for lotteries. And at the end of it says, real lottery tickets. No, we're going to send you fake fake lottery tickets. We're going to send you fake lottery tickets forged, all live. Forged tickets. Yeah, forged tickets. <laughs> the, the ticket was called last night. We're going we're gonna to sell it to you today. Matter of fact, really? this ticket, we're going to confirm this ticket is a forgery. Matter of fact, it is so perfect of a forgery, ask Barack Obama. He was one of the first to, you know, mm. to get his birth certificate done with us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Some of the stuff that they talk about. Now, this is, I well, you know, Michael K is one of my favorite shows. And I hardly watch it. Actually. It's just when I hear it, it's weird. Michael K, Don LeGreca, Peter Rosenberg are talking about Peter Rosenberg's dog being shifted between him and his ex-wife and pooping on his carpet and peeing on his carpet. Who gives a crap? Really, really, I care about what your dog is doing, and I care about what you're you're taking your your. Uh, I guess somehow they worked out an arrangements. What time they, is this show on during the day? Uh, three to six or something like that. You know what I call it? The dog day after the, the dog show. The dog show. The pony. The, the dog and pony. The show. dog and pony <laughs> show. Ponies. Oh, you what, know what who I, cares about I, your dog? You know what I don't get it. Michael K. 
The other fellows are, are talking. I was watching this yesterday. Yeah. And uh, during the course of their talking, they show the three of them, you know, uh, right. on the cameras. Yeah, yeah. And in the middle is Michael K. And he keeps adjusting his earpiece. Yes. I guess. How many times does he take his glasses off? On and off. About 12 times? And doing Twitter or whatever the hell he's doing. I don't know. So I'm listening to them talking, the right. two, two fellows on the outside. Peter Rosenberg and Donald He's Berger. listening, but he's not listening to them. He's listening to what's in his earpiece, and he keeps fiddling with the earpiece because it keeps fumbling around his ear, and it's coming out. So finally, he takes his glasses off, and then you see his eyes change. Where now he's now paying attention to them, right. but he hadn't been for about forty-five seconds to whoever was talking to him, probably you know the director of the show, and then he comes out with some comment that's unrelated to what the two fellows are talking really about and he wasn't paying any attention so what i'm saying is that gee now i know why i don't watch these guys at well all. speaking of my favorite guy mr michael k him and lagreca and peter rosenberg they're talking about freddie freeman at land Braves, who's a free agent now he's on the market and they're talking about that he wants 180 million for six years. And Michael K is infinite wisdom. Infinite wisdom. Infinite wisdom huh? Says, I think that's thirty million a year. You don't know that's thirty million a year? Thirty times six? You have to think. Hundred and eighty? Are you you want to go back to third grade or what? That's third grade math. I want him to go back somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but not third, third grade, grade no. <laughs> third grade. No. So uh that's that, I just couldn't believe that. I mean really. So this was That's uh, a rhetorical question. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But. So, this was in the Saints and the Cowboy game last week, a Thursday night game. Joe Buck, who I love dearly. Joe Buck, you're a schmuck. But anyway, <laughs> if it wasn't for your old man, you wouldn't have the job you have. Anyway, and he says the Saints are trying to score any way they can. Really? What is that? What do you mean? They're scoring. They're trying to score any way they they can. Isn't that the object of the game? I, I would, yeah, it's to get the ball across the goal. Yeah. Either by field goal or by touchdown. Duh. Uh, what a genius. What's he thinking? Yeah. Maybe he's not. So this was a, in the Ray of the Steeler game. This was Tony Romo and Jim Nance. And Tony, Tony Romo says, we'll be right back. And Jim Nance says, sorry, we're not going to commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they, he screwed up the prompt or whatever. They were prompted not to go to, go to commercial. I guess they changed their mind, but he already said it. And Jim Dan says, no, we're not going to commercial now. Another screw up those two. They can't edit that. Yeah, they, no, no, they couldn't. Yeah. No. So, uh, so this was in Phil Mushnick's column Sunday about uh, WFAN having all these commercials on about gambling, which we've been saying for, for weeks. Weeks, yeah. Right? So. And then I go to send them a an email about the, you know, watch our show. We've been talking about it for weeks. And the email address is no good. And then I sent it to you, and you tried, and the email was, didn't I, thought, me I thought maybe I was just blocked or something, but no, apparently, apparently they put the wrong email. Let's get a third person to find out. Apparently got, they put the, third, the wrong email in, in, at the end of the column. Apparently. Either that or we got screwed. Uh -huh. We got to get somebody unrelated to our show to email them and see what happens to them. Yeah. We need the third man in. Is that, is that right. hockey? It's the third man in? Third man, yeah. We need third man so in. this was in the Giants-Dolphins. I just put Daryl Johnson, who used to play football for the, for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a fullback. a fullback. Yeah, I remember him. Could he shut up? He talked nonstop for like three hours. Just shut up. Shut up. We're watching the same game you are. Just shut up. Anyway.
<laughs> Give me some time to process this this information. So this is uh, just a Monday. This was a Monday night game. The Bills versus the Patriots. In the first quarter, it was a 35 mile hour wind, which there was. It was a very tough game. And uh, Buffalo fumbles, and the Patriots recover. And Steve Levy, another psychic, says that's the first turnover of the game, but it won't be the last. How do you know that? I mean, yeah, the weather was bad that night, and there weren't too many passes. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there weren't too, pa too many passes thrown that night. Uh, Mac Jones for the Bills only threw like three passes because of the weather. But how do you know there's going to be more turnovers in the game in the first quarter? The Swami knows. Swami, yeah. Swami, Swami he did that. Who was that? Who was that? That was, that was uh, uh, Chris Berman. He Chris did Berman, halftime. Swami. Three minutes of uh, whatever. The fastest three minutes of whatever. So this was also on Moose and Maggie. Um, they had a substitute guy, Sal Licata, who's going to be overnight now, I understand. Um, he's talking about Nate Shoulder from the Giants. And he says, he's an offensive lineman. He's a, he's a turnstile. What the hell does that mean, a turnstile? He's a turnstile offensive lineman. What does that mean? He just steps to the side, you just give him a toll, and, he, and you let him through? He lets you through? What? What kind of stupid, stupidity is that? A turnstile offensive lineman. That makes lineman. no sense. I can't even tell you what he was thinking. I don't know either. So then again, here we go. Maybe he wasn't. With the Michael K. show. This was uh, on the third. Don DeGlecka and Michael K. and Peter Rosenberg are talking about Russell Wilson possibly coming to the Giants after the season's over because he's going to be a free agent, which I don't think he's going to come to the Giants. And they say he's on the back nine of his career. Is he playing golf? He's playing football. What the hell's the back nine got to do with anything? Uh, I think he's hanging out with Tiger Woods. Or Aaron Hicks, who's playing a lot of golf, too. Yeah. That's, he, he's he's going to marry uh, well, Tiger Woods. oranges is, and apples, man. It's, it's, it's not golf. Right. And you know what golf stands for? Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Or first. Or ladies first. And ladies forbidden. So this was on uh, FAN. And I just happened to hear this. I didn't know this. Was, I didn't even know they had a program. Was advertised WFAN as as a show odds on, odds on betting show once weekly with betting experts. Are they millionaires from betting or what? Do they have a crystal ball? Show me your bank account before I trust you. They got let's see they're using the no you kid you had the eight ball <laughs> yeah the, the Ouija board the Ouija board yeah they're gonna tell you how to bet and when to bet yeah okay now this is just something that just happened the other day and uh, I know I pick on them a lot but. Moose and Maggie are going off the air as of January 1st. Uh, CBS now owns WFAN. Uh, and Moose works for SNNY at night sometimes, and a few, and fill in once in a while. And Maggie, I don't know what she's going to do, but it's being replaced by Tiki and Tierney. Uh, and they do a show on CBS National. So now I got two other people to pick on. Is that on. Tiki Barber? Tiki Barber, okay. yeah. So now I got two other people to try and pick on if I listen to 10 to 2. So. Those are my sports stupidisms for the week. And uh, some of them are like, I just can't believe them, but what do I know? Well, I, I don't watch too much football. Uh, it bores me. Uh, baseball, uh, to me, from what I've seen, is too slow. I've been watching soccer, and uh, even in soccer, I'm watching now, and all of a sudden, they have a VAR, which is, you know, camera reviews right. and things right. like that. And now that the game is going to, to the technical aspect of it, I've lost real interest in it because it slowed it down to the point where things that are obvious, they have to review them. So for me, let's keep the game simple. Let the guys play. 
Let's watch the game. Announcers, let us take it in. Let's take it in. You don't have to tell me everything that you're thinking. Just tell me to describe what they're doing. Right. And I can live with that. But if not, I'm turning off the sound. And uh, Watch out with the sound. I do that on football sometimes. I turn the sound off. And I have to do that now for my own sanity because what we're seeing every week, I don't care what sport that now that we key in on, we find out that they all are doing it. But the thing is, stupid is as stupid does. That's right. I can't listen to someone who doesn't know how to describe the action whatsoever. Right. If you think, tell me about your kids, tell me about where you went on Sunday to eat, or tell me about do you like this shirt, whatever, has a place in sports, it does not. Does not. Nobody cares, Michael, if right. you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. They don't care. You know, unless you're in Hawaii doing the the, uh, the the Pro Bowl and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Aloha. Aloha. But if you want to go to Hawaii, we hope you go now. The weather is nice. And leave the other two guys to the show because they can screw it up all on their own. They don't need you. They don't need you anymore. Trust me, they don't. You've already said that the athletes didn't even want to talk to you in the early right. in your career. Right. And I think, you know, as it was before, it is now, they still don't want to talk to you. Correct. I mean, if I was an athlete, I'd be turning my back on you like the guy uh, uh, with Kaepernick or whatever his name. You know? yeah. I'd take a knee when I saw you. <laughs> I wouldn't even take a knee. I'd just kick you in the balls. <laughs> I wouldn't have to answer your questions. Right, so now you know how Alan feels about you. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Oh, up your nose. With a rubber hose. So or anything else you want to put it. You know, it's not a baseball bat. It's a rubber hose. Right. And you can put it up your nose. Matter of fact. Put it somewhere else. You can put it anywhere you want. And just make sure that uh, you remember who gave you the hose for Christmas. <laughs> Alan's giving you a Hanukkah Christmas Hosing. <laughs> and that'll, that'll end our sports stupidness for this week. <laughs> we'll see. Sayonara. You. We're coming back, back now. Final thoughts. And a bumper music, final thoughts, and then we'll have a standalone show, which is going to be 15, 15 minutes, minutes of shame. shame. So keep it locked here. We'll be right back. Final segment, which is final, final thoughts. thoughts, and in this segment, Al and I are going to talk about where you can find us. So, Al, where can you find the BS Show? Uh, I think we're on Amazon Music. I think we're on Spotify. I think we're on Stitcher. I think we're on Red Circle. I think we're on BitChute. Uh, I think we're on Rumble. I think we're on iHeart. And there's a few other ones. Yeah, Geo7, we're on uh, Deezer, and uh, my favorite site. Son of a bitcher. 
and we also can be found on Zazzle. So if you want our product, you can find us on the Internet Guy or Sindoni Says. Just uh, just look around for uh, our store, our merchandise. And right now, we want to thank uh, Craig, Craig, and Peter, and Peter for yep. here at the office. We also want to say shout out to Happy Holidays for people that are out there listening for the holidays, whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas, or Kwanzaa. Or whatever you celebrate. Or whatever you celebrate, you know, we're all in well, this together. Yeah. And uh, so we want to thank you for watching our show. If you like our show, you know, tell someone, and that way they can watch it. We're on podcast, as we mentioned. Or tell a few people. Yeah, we're on video. We can watch us on Rumble or, or uh, BitChute. So keep it locked here. And uh, we're going to be back next week with number 45. 45. 45. On the way to 200. Alan, what do you got to say? What do you say anything? Sayonara, senor, hasta la vista. Hope you know the rubber hose and any place else you want to stick it. Well, Shalom. I want to thank you again. It's been real. We'll be back next week. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart. Good night.